Well, thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro. And on this episode, we have Maple Leaf Mowing. Uh, Ezra with Maple Leaf Mowing is on the show this morning, and he is going to share his story, his lawn care journey, as well as transitioning into a marketing company, uh, having a marketing company as well uh, to help other lawn care companies. So Ezra, uh, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I am well. Um, so yeah, I don't know about you, but it was a cold start this morning here in uh, the Central Virginia, Richmond, Virginia area. Uh, it's it's apparently the coldest day it's been in in many, many, many years. Apparently, so uh, yeah, good, good, good start to the Friday morning here, <laughs> the end of the work week. How about you? I believe it. It was cold. I went going for a jog down here in Texas last night, and I turned around before I got too far. It was a little too cold. Ah, uh, so. yeah. I hear you, especially when you're when you're running or jogging. It uh, like it seems like it's a lot harder. Your lungs, it's like it like burns almost. You know the air quality, the the cold air oh, just yeah. feels so much different. So you really have to challenge yourself when you're trying to exercise outside in that weather for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Ezra, thanks for being on the show this morning. Uh, why don't you go ahead and tell the viewers a little bit about yourself and 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 share your origin story? Sure. It all started as far as the lawn care last year. I recently moved down here to Greenville, Texas, and I'd done another service-based industry uh, previously when I had lived in Idaho. And when I had moved, just a different, um, I guess, economical climate, and I had done high-end residential repaints. um, And just the the town I'm in doesn't have as many high-end residential repaints, and I wasn't really looking kind of looking to get into something else. And I'd always wanted to do lawn care. And long story short, I ended up, I, I first thought, you know, I'll just pick up a few. Uh, and then I was just amazed at the amount of people that were calling me um, as far as getting the leads. And before I knew it, I was getting more than I needed. And at that point I was still doing some painting. Uh, and so I had to turn a bunch away. But as I began to get into it, and then I, you know, started listening to different podcasts and doing research. And I think I actually had originally uh, read Paul's book when I had started about the cut that grass and make that cash. But I, I really enjoyed just learning about it. And as I uh, just got more into it, I was just amazed at the, uh, the leads I was getting. And so actually this coming year, I'm, I'm working on transitioning completely out of the painting, uh, just completely doing the lawn care. Um, and then also, uh, I just, as I began to use the, the I guess, tools that I had learned with the painting, um, I was just really happy with the, all the, uh, the work I was able to get. And so, anyway, that's kind of where it started. And so, mostly we do lawn care. We do a little bit of uh, mulching and, you know, bush trimming and maintenance, but mostly this time, uh, residential and commercial lawn care. Nice. Yeah. So you're still relatively new in the business then, right? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm, I'm learning every day, I, but I, I enjoy it. Yeah, for sure. What, what are some of the things that you, uh, that you were surprised at, you know, the, the things that you didn't expect uh, when you first started this business? Um, one, for sure, the demand of how many people were needing it. And two, what people were willing to pay to get their grass cut. I guess that kind of blew me away. Um, yeah. Um, just being, you know, we always grew up doing our own lawn. Yeah. Uh, 
And so I guess to wrap my head around that was a little mind boggling. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think also because of the pandemic and all that, that, that has definitely boosted the green industry as a whole, whether, whether it be a landscape supplier, you know, mulch yards, um, and, and all of us contractors performing those services, all of the above has, has boosted because, you know, so many people were, were stuck home and, you know, everything else with that. So they just figured they'd invest in things that they probably procrastinated on or things that they might not even, even really paid attention to or cared about. They figure, well, if I'm going to be home, might as well get this stuff taken care of or, you know, reinvest my money. I can't travel or whatever. Let, let me have like a little private backyard oasis or something, you know, or uh, maybe they're, you oh, know, yeah. maybe they're even busier working from home now instead of going to the office or whatever, because they're just like walk, uh, working constantly, you know, whatever the deal is. And, and that now they're, they need someone to take care of their lawn too. So there's a lot of different scenarios there, but I think it was kind of a perfect storm for our industry, especially during that time. But I mean, even before that, there I was seeing an evolution, and I believe it's going to can keep uh, going on, where people are valuing their time more and uh, things that can be like so. The service industry as a whole, whether it be you know housekeeping, um, lawn landscape maintenance and services. I mean, you know, you got all the the food delivery or pickups, cur you know curbside pickup, Instacart type deals where people are delivering food. The you know the Uber Eats and DoorDash, all that kind of stuff to reduce the amount of time that, that you're spending doing that stuff yourself. And then you can, that's more time for you to spend with family or, and, or like working, making money. So I think more people are valuing their time, especially the, the newer, the younger generations now, like my kids and uh, you know, the, all the middle school, high school kids are growing up with that kind of mentality. They, they just know nothing but social media and electronics and all these conveniences. So they're like, why am I going to spend my valuable time doing these things that, I can just outsource basically. I can just, you know, find a way to pay someone else to do it. And, and so I think that's like a growing trend and, you know, there's still people out there that are going to love taking care of their own, you know, landscaping and gardening and, and all that kind of stuff. But I do see an increase in the service uh, industry as, as a whole, like any kind of service business. Um, and, and, and with the, with the pandemic, it definitely increased that quickly, dramatically with a lot of um, demand. So um, how many people did you say are, are working with you? Uh, is it just you or you have someone helping you sometimes? Yeah, last summer my nephew he was working with me before we went back to college, and then I'm trying to trying to get him back out uh, this next summer. But we'll see how that works. Um, but one interesting thought uh, on the pricing, and um, Seth Godin talks about this quite a bit. He's a really anything any book by him is worth reading. But uh, and kind of his thoughts on pricing yourself rather than as a commodity where you're uh, basically. Uh, trying to beat people out on price. If you view your service as a service and instead of competing on price on like, I, you know, you try to uh, compete on service or adding value, then, you know, in this day, it seems like, you know, money has so low value. You don't see it. And as far as me, like 90% of my people, it's electronic uh, payments. So people never see it. So what's the difference between 40 and $45, you know, a little right. number on a screen. Yeah. So if you can provide that value, money doesn't even matter because they want quality. They want something to show up, you know, and instead of being, well, I'm the cheap guy, you're the guy that, you know, provides value. Yeah, for sure. That's, those are great points. Um, so what, what are some of your future goals for your lawn care business right now or going forward? You know, uh, 
my goal is to just kind of build. And last year, uh, it was okay, but you know, obviously when you're when you're first starting, I didn't quite have my marketing 100% up yet just because it hadn't, obviously, when you only have a few customers, uh, and we'll probably talk about that later, but you, you know, only have so many reviews. So when I first, obviously the first month or so, you know, looking back and just obviously you're learning so much, there's a few clients that I wouldn't take that I did take, um, but I don't think I'm going to have any trouble with that this year just with um, it's the winter season. And last week, you know, I got a call, you know, from an HOA and then another one from a Brahms here wanting a quote. And so, um, and even in December here in Texas, it's, it's still, I mean, the grass is dead right now, but I was getting multiple calls a week. Um, and so I, I don't think I'm going to have any trouble with that. So the goal is to, to, to obviously bring the client count up, but I'm not trying to make it a huge business um, because basically mid, mid or smaller size, because actually I am kind of looking to, to segue into helping lawn care businesses market, um, but just basically probably like 35 clients is, is just the perfect 35 clients is kind of what I'm looking for. Yeah. Nice. Well, you, you, you uh, had a good transition there going into uh, your, your next business ven- uh, venture for your marketing company. So uh, as you were alluding, you know, you, you uh, didn't do as much marketing your first year in lawn care, but then you, you really did kind of get into it and that kind of took you on to something new, right? Why don't you uh, lead us into that? Yeah. Cause it, it kind of started with the painting company and when I was, uh, there in Idaho, as I was doing the, the lead services, I'm sure it's, it's, well, I know it's similar for the lawn care companies, especially when you're starting. The trouble is not necessarily completing the work. It's just getting your phone to ring. And so I had done some, you know, lead services. There's several out there, services like HomeAdvisor, Thumbtacks. Uh, I, I didn't really use Angie's List, but there's several out there where you pay per lead. Uh, and some of them I won't going to the specifics, but most of them I would say are just pretty awful. You pay so much and most of the leads aren't worth the time of day. And even if you call right when you get it, some of them, you can never get them. And so I was spending all this money uh, and they're, and especially for pain, they're not cheap and it's not recurring. Uh, and so the ones you get, you may get a good job. But anyway, I was just getting very frustrated because I was paying so much money and getting no return on my investment. And so I said, I thought to myself, there's got to be a better way, you know. Uh, and so I, I started doing some research and I was trying to figure out if there's a better way without paying crazy amounts of money uh, to get your phone to ring. And so that kind of got me into the organic marketing and, and um, using Google My Business. And that's one of the major tools that I used for the painting. And so I um, worked on getting those authentic Google reviews and a really important factor when you're looking at that is getting the, to the top of the map packed. And what that is, is when you're on Safari or any other browser, that's the the Mac version of um, the internet browser. When you're on that and you search on Google, which I forget like 90% of the, uh, I think the world's internet service, which obviously that doesn't matter, but obviously here in the U S they use Google So when you go to Google and you type in uh, anything, which is where most people go uh, for especially service space, that you're going to type in lawn care, okay? 
So what's going to come up most of the time is at the very top, they've just had something called services, and then there's going to be ads, going to be two or three, and then something called the map pack. And what that is is a map, and then on the left side, there's going to be three or four businesses that are not paid leads that Google uh, looks at a few things, proximity. I for, um, There's three keys that off the top of my head I don't have in front of me, but uh, it tries to see what's what's most likely to help that customer. And and I tried to get, and I did get to the top of that map pack. And Google reviews are a huge part of that, not only for getting to the top, uh, but also obviously for people going with you. So uh, there, my my competitors had maybe, the max had like 20 reviews. And I was to get able to get to 50, 50 Google reviews. So I was getting commercial clients uh, I'm talking about twenty thousand dollar jobs that some of them five ten uh twenty thousand dollar jobs literally people weren't even bidding against me because they go they'd look at my reviews, go to my website they and I would be pre sell my services before they ever called me uh and so that's the my painting company, my lawn care. I have been working at that, but it takes a little while to get those reviews. Toro's new Revolution Series lineup provides you with a smarter, more connected fleet that makes your operation more efficient than ever before. It's the products you already know and love, just supercharged with Toro's Hypercell battery system. Learn all about Toro's new Revolution Series line at revolution.toro.com or click the link tree in the episode description to get you there fast. Do you want to save time and energy while increasing profits? Make your truck do the work with TruckMate. TruckMate attaches to any standard pickup truck hitch with no modifications. Remove the tailgate and turn your truck into a material dispensing monster. With the push of a button, you can pull material like mulch, stone, and topsoil from the truck bed and convey it in either direction directly into a wheelbarrow in seconds. Now you can have one man take one truck to knock out some of the small jobs in no time. The conveyor can also be removed move from the tarp roller, allowing you to unload any material right onto the ground. This could be handy for dumping debris or firewood deliveries. TruckMate can pull more weight than even your truck can hold. Plus, you can still attach a plate-mounted hitch to pull a trailer if needed. Think of all the year-round uses for this truck attachment to make your business more productive and save your back in the process. This is perfect for small residential lawn and landscape businesses. Head over to mulchmateusa.com and save $400 on TruckMate with the promo code LCR. And of course, the link will be in the show notes. LCR not only uses the TruckMate, but he gives it his highest endorsement. So last year, uh, I noticed when I looked at the lawn care companies around me, it was kind of the same thing. The other companies, they hardly had any reviews. I think uh, in my small town here, it's maybe 20, 20-something people. Uh, the other lawn care company maybe has 20, and I just got to like 50 Google reviews. So, you know, if someone is searching, number one, because of my filled out Google, Google My Business profile and my Google reviews, my website, uh, I've got 50 reviews. They've got like 20 and I respond to the phone, you know, they're going to pick my business over the others. And so as I looked around at the other lawn care companies, I realized, man, they're just not utilizing this amazing tool to its fullest potential. 
Um, and I realized how much in the pain business it helped. And I realized in the lawn care company, like I said, uh, it's just, I looked and in six months with zero paid ads over, over and a hundred phone calls free, zero paid ads. Like I said, now, obviously all of them, some of them weren't in my service area. Some of them I may not have wanted. I, I sent quite a bit because I just didn't have time um, to another local mowing company that I'm friends with. Um, but, you know, what could that do to a business? And that was uh, as I was building uh, my online presence. So the next year, there's no telling what it's going to be. That was just starting, you know, because I hear people that, that ask the question or have asked, just like I asked, how do you get leads when you first start? And so anyway, um, that was where my passion for it came because as I began to look at, you know, what do I enjoy? I thought, you know, I don't necessarily enjoy mowing grass. I enjoy completing something, but I do enjoy marketing and helping people uh, just just win in business and, and helping them because I know the stress of, you know, not having a phone that rings and, and I want to help you with that. Yeah. Wow, that's that is uh, uh, very um, admirable for sure, and and it seems like you know uh, with a lot of people, I think over the years that I've met, you know, lawn care might be like that that stepping stone or entry level to evolve into something else. You know, wh- wh- whether you completely get out of you know the, the the field and doing the lawn care yourself or or not, I mean, you know, maybe then lawn care becomes the side hustle and you start doing you know other things that are still kind of in the same industry, like in your case and a lot of other folks' case, still helping the community, but it's not like you're out there cutting the grass or or you know putting in bushes or something like that or, or putting down patios. You're doing more um, you know stuff outside of that, out of the field, um, so that it seems like you're starting that transition too. But lawn care was kind of like the 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 starting point for that, the jump off point for you. Is that you kind of feel similar? Yeah, a little bit, and it helps because then, you know, I kind of have a specific feel for, you know, because obviously I'm doing lawn care, so you know the specific needs of the industry. So that's where it kind of, yeah, I guess it, I think it helps. Uh, and as much as there's a lot of strong points and you and others in the industry are helping to help with, like, pricing and helping with the X's and, X's and O's, um, some of the other marketing, they may be very good, but some of them, are really expensive uh, unless you're, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars or something uh, per year. Some of these options are just very expensive. Uh, and so for more someone that's, you know, not necessarily just starting, but um, is kind of the mid-level, then something like that um, would be a, the ideal client, I would say. Okay. Yeah. So if someone was, was looking to, um, they needed some help with marketing, like what, who's your ideal person, your, your ideal client, I guess, to, to help them with marketing for their business? It would probably be between like 50 to 150,000, um, in, in gross revenue. Um, cause what we do is our, that's the thing. I, I tried to price it very, very reasonable. So our first month is only a dollar. And then I'm still working on getting all the, the products lined out 100%. But um, we're basically, our goal is to help get it to where you have organic leads and so that you control it yourself. And then we're uh, getting into the, the website a little bit. because And what some people don't realize is you can get through your Google My Business page, if you're a large business 
uh, and need a multifaceted website, then it may not be perfect for you. But you can get a functional website that you people can message you or call you from from your Google My Business listing for free. And if you fill out your Google My Business profile and consistently update it, that will update your website. Um, now, if you're like I said, uh, at a larger, you know, need um, people to have to pay their bills on your website and some of these more advanced functions, then there's uh, other options that you can get a paid website. Uh, but there are, you know, simple solutions that I just don't think people even maybe realize um, how simple they are to set up and how effective it can be. Yeah, I I, I totally agree. Um, so where, where could people get some more information about everything that you started talking about on this podcast and they can connect with you and, and learn more? Sure. If the more information they can just look up Maple Leaf Mowing in Greenville, Texas, contact me there, or they can look at lawnlandscapeconsulting.com, just lawnlandscapeconsulting.com. And, uh, you know, if I can help someone out or just talk to them. Uh, even if they don't necessarily use my service, then that's okay. I'm, you know, here to help as, as you know, as much as I can or do what I can or that's what I'm here for. Yeah, well, that's great. I think that's really awesome uh, that, that you're doing this for the community. I, obviously, it's something that, that you're uh, finding passion for, too. So it's helping you in, in, as well to follow your passion and, and do something that you really feel good about. I think that's kind of what everyone is striving for in life at, at some point or another. So I, I think that's really, really good that you, you found that, especially early on into your lawn care career. And, and uh, I, I can't wait to, to keep following along and seeing what other great things you're going to be doing. Um, and, and as well, those links are going to be in the show description. So if you guys, uh, you know, you want to easily just go click on those, you can check those out in the show description, the episode description, I mean. Um, but uh, Ezra, at this point, uh, well, one, I thank you for being on the show uh, and, to, and sharing your, your, your history and, you know, your lawn care business, as well as your, your marketing uh, that you're getting into. And, and like I said, I look forward to following along and I, I'm sure you're going to be helping a lot of folks and hopefully f- people will reach out to you after listening to this episode. But this is the point of the show where we uh, go through our pod decks. I don't know if you've heard of those before on any of my episodes. N- normally when I have a guest, not, you know, I've had a lot of solo IBG in between guest episodes lately uh, with the, the holidays and everything going on. It's just easier for me to kind of get some thoughts and things out that way. But whenever I have a guest, I try to, whether it's virtually or in person, especially in person, but I try to go through these pod decks, which are interview questions, just random off the cuff questions that normally I have the guest pick, you know, randomly. So you never know what you're going to get. It could be something, <laughs> something a little more stoic, something just goofy and silly. Um, you know, depending on how much time we have, we might go through a few or whatever. So that's just something that I like to add to the end of the show, just kind of switch it up a little bit and get to know the, the person that we're, that we're uh, interviewing in a different way. So, um, are, are you down for that? <laughs> yeah, sure. All right. So you're not here in person to pick your own cards, but uh, I, I, I've, you just have to, I guess, you know, um, assume that I've randomly picked them, but, uh, at any rate, that's so we'll, we'll go ahead and, and <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get started with that. All right. So, um, the first card here, it's what's your favorite gadget. That's a fun, easy one potentially okay i probably probably right now it's probably i like 
uh, Apple Watch. I, I like to use it running. Then you can see your pace as you run. Yeah. Yeah, those that that's a good one. I've I've had some smart watches, like some of the not an Apple Watch, some like a Fitbit, you know, things like that. They're a little bit more mm-hmm. affordable and and more just for for fitness. But yeah, I've I've always eyeballed different kinds of smart watches, and they're always evolving and growing. But I think that's beneficial, like you said, if you're doing fitness for sure, and then you know if you if you're like busy, you know, especially in our our field. We're, our hands are always on something, so we can't always whip, whip out our phone if we, you know, hear it ringing or get a text or something or whatever. And we can just, if we have a smart uh, watch, I mean, we can, I think I said smartphone before, but if we have a smart watch, we can just flip our wrist real quick and see what that notification is. So if it's something important, you know, like our wife's calling or something, we can go, oh, hold on, you know, yeah. and just pull our phone out real quick, you know, stuff like that. So, um, I think I definitely am. I'm a that's I'm a fan of smart watches and smart uh, whatever Fitbits things like that for sure. I, I agree with that gadget. <laughs> um, and uh, all right, let's let's pick another one. I think we have time for one more. What do you think? Yeah. All right. Let's see here. All right. So, which living person do you most admire? Ooh, that's a hard one. Yeah, yeah. So see, that's what I'm saying. It's it's all over the place. So we started you off with something fun and easy. <laughs> we have to end it with something a little more okay. thought. Oh man. Hmm. <laughs> oh. Uh, I guess you, you probably wouldn't know him. I guess I could just think of a gentleman in my life. I guess probably two, but uh, I guess who would help me in a hard hard time is just. Um, kind of giving of themselves, you know, when they didn't have to, mm-hmm. but I, uh, it, it's not like anyone well-known, just, uh, someone in my life I could probably think of, but yeah, that's um, fine. It doesn't have to be like a celebrity or anything. It would just be anyone that is impactful in your life. Yeah, probably Mike Larson, but I, I don't anyone would know him. Is, is he like a friend of yours or, um, a yeah, he's, he's a friend of mine when I was younger. Yeah. I'd really, um, just kind of given, given of himself. Yeah, that's awesome. That's when you find people like that, you definitely want to show your appreciation and try and try and stay, stay, you know, in, in their, in their life, right? Like try and keep them in your life. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a blessing. Um, and, and speaking of that, are you, are you, you're a pastor, right? Yeah, no, I am. And that's kind of what, um, what I do. And then it's a smaller church. And so hence, hence I work. Um, but that kind of gives me, I don't know, some interesting experiences, but I really enjoy it. And that's what lawn care is nice. I've been I'm able to get out into the community and, um, you know, just like, you know, there's an example is crazy happening. This lady's wife passed away that I had done her lawn care for. And I was able to just I mean, you know, I try to be careful because it's a customer. Right. Um, but I did, you know, just try to be there for her and, and went over and, you know, prayed with her because obviously it was very unexpected. He wasn't very old. And so that does help to get out in the community, to know people. Um, and, and that's really enjoyable on that part. Yeah, I, I think that's that's amazing how how these things all connect and, and you were put in that position, you know, where you were able to, to help more than just the lawn care guy, you know? So that's, it's, it's very interesting how life works out that way. So that's, that's a great, 
great story um, to share. And, and, and I mean, you know, obviously it's, it's, it's kind of bittersweet, but I think you were able to, to help that, that, that woman out and, and make things better for, for her. And, and, and that's probably one of many examples that you could probably give and, and th- that will probably continue to happen. But I just, again, I, I appreciate life and how things are connected that way because it's always for, for bigger reasons and, and, and better things down the road. You never know who you're going to bump into or who you're going to help or impact and things like that. That's why I kind of just keep trying to do this and keep connecting with folks such as yourself. So thank you, Ezra, for being oh, it, a, it, it help. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying it is a help that, you know, the different podcasts help people and um, hopefully they can learn, as people say often, you know, people's ceiling be their floor. And I think, you know, you're doing that and, and I appreciate the help you're giving each of us. So that's good. Thank you. Thank you. Well, also, thank you, uh, Ezra, for being on today's episode. Um, I I wish you all the best the rest of this uh, cold <laughs> cold week here and and obviously going into the new season um, and everything you have going on with your marketing company and uh, hopefully uh, there will be some folks that will contact you after this and and you can keep following your passion with that and uh, I'll I'll let you get going to to finish the rest of your day and thank you very much for being on the LCR Media Podcast It was my pleasure, thank you Neil This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.